Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 32 of A Couple of Creeps podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Morgan, and I am once again joined by my lovely assistant, Vanna. I mean, Colin. Say hi, Colin. Hello. Colin, how was your week? It's been all right. Been all right? Yeah. I'm sleepy. You're always sleepy. I'm sleepy. I'm a sleepy boy. <laughs> I eepy. <laughs> I'm eepy. I was fucking taking a couch nap before this. That's okay. I would have let him sleep. I splurged and bought myself the on sale <laughs> copy of Just Dance 2024. So I was. <laughs> Dream big. <laughs> like, I splurged. I got a little crazy. <laughs> I splurged and spent $30 on Amazon and bought Just Dance 2024. <laughs> and I was downloading that. I like that you bought it on Amazon to receive a <laughs> code. You had to wait on the mail to get a physical case that had no disc in it. So that you could then go to the PlayStation Store to put the code in. Well, I didn't. You could have just bought it from a PlayStation Store. I didn't think about it because when I was looking at it yesterday, I was trying to see if we needed different controllers. We needed different controllers. And then when I read and saw that we just use our smartphones because there's an app and it connects your phone to the PlayStation. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm buying that. Purchase will be delivered tomorrow. Yep, you impulse bought it. So I was in there. You're the queen of the impulse purchase. I am. We have a couple dogs because of impulse purchases, one of which is very big. (laughs) But I was in there letting the songs download and watching them thinking, I'm about to have some fun. Dance that and I'm over there. So they're snoring and it's like he came to like he's coming out of his crib. I woke up like a parent. I was snoring. (laughs) And I was like, a little bit, a little bit. (laughs) Was I snoring? (laughs) <laughs> and then he became a drill sergeant. Like, let's get this show on the, the roll. Fuck, are we doing on here? Get so I'm like, it. if I've had time to nap, she's been sitting over there. We could have been recording just a little bit. Oh, I did. I woke up. Just... <laughs> Was I snoring? Was I snoring? <laughs> I've woken myself up in the tanning bed before snoring. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, because it echoes in there. <laughs> I, if I fall asleep on my back, I do a hard like. <clears throat> Snore and I'll fucking like my eyes will pop open. And I'm like, uh, my mom's here. <laughs> I didn't realize that she had come to visit. Your fucking mom can rattle windows. Dude, my mom snores like a fucking buzzsaw. I like when we're over there visiting and she falls asleep reading on her tablet and like her you'll, head bobs. And, and you'll hear a. <laughs> it's like as soon as the snore exits her mouth, she yeah, wakes like, up. <laughs> oh. And then she kind of looks around to see if anybody noticed. Yeah, right. Gotta scan the room. See what's happening. We're, we're all usually looking at her. She's like, what? <laughs> and she goes back to... Back to reading. Back to reading for a few minutes until she passes away again. <laughs> she does. She always looks like an aneurysm took her. She's, <laughs> her mouth all... Her jaw all on the sung low. Her head's kind of just against her chest. She's... Just, <laughs> oh. She's either got shot in the back of the head or just had an embolism break loose. She's just well, it's like that picture of my parents we found where my mom looks like we're laying her to rest. Yeah, she looks real peaceful. Her arms kind of at her sides, laying back. She's under a quilt. Yeah, and then your dad just looks like he's slumped over. My dad looks like a clot has broke loose, and he is just <laughs> hanging over. I'm like my God. And they're sitting on the same the couch. Same couch, yeah. So that's why we had to take the picture. It was like the new American Gothic. <laughs> Except instead of looking grumpy with farm tools, they both passed away <laughs> they on the couch. both passed away on the couch. That old man filter you do. Oh, God, yeah. 
from TikTok or yeah. Snapchat. And the one you said you look like you're going to be found by your neighbors two weeks later. Yeah, I'm going to be found dead in my recliner. <laughs> oh, God. Neighbors found me because of the smell. <laughs> we haven't seen him in a little bit. We should yeah. We should go check on him. <laughs> anyway, do you know what we're talking about this week? Appalachia. Appalachia. We're going to be talking about unsolved Appalachia cases. <laughs> Don't do accents, please. But I'm a Southern Belle. No. I think my accents are just fine. They're not that good. They mostly all turn into this. Oh, my. Oh, my. I'm going to the theater. Oh, my goodness. Oh, have you had Miss B's sweet tea today? <laughs> Why are we still doing it? We're talking about the Appalachia. Sorry. Once I get in that mindset, it's hard to get out. So I've got two cases here. There were so many. There was. <laughs> There's so many. <laughs> Literally twos of them. No, there's a whole page where it just taught, like, I found this website, <laughs> and there's, like, 15 pages. Is it, like, a dark website? No, I did not go on the dark web. <laughs> but it's, like... You, f- you can buy breast milk on the dark web? <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, lovely. <laughs> you can buy worn socks and breast milk and not even be traced. <laughs> Love that. Thank you. All right. First off. You're just what? at the bank and someone's <laughs> telling you that. Yeah, you can buy used underwear and socks and breast milk on the dark web. Just a deposit for me. I'm good. I just need to deposit this check. Thank you. All right. Well, enjoy your Tuesday. I'm going to get out of here. If someone were to say that to me out in the real world, that would haunt me for days. No, no shit. I would just be sitting on the couch watching TV and be like, who buys breast milk off the dark web? You can buy unwashed sheets from hotels. Do you know that? Like, uh, okay. And then what type of person knows that? And wants it. And wants it. That's awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You know how moms will keep Ziploc baggies of baby teeth? <laughs> you can buy those on the dark web. <laughs> when elderly people pass away and you go through the things, you just pocket the bag of teeth. Pocket their teeth. <laughs> sell it on the dark web for... Mucho money. Just buco bucks, dude. I need to raid my mom's fucking cabinets in because she's got all my baby teeth. <laughs> yeah, why are all moms serial killers keeping fucking know. trophies? But mine aren't in a baggie. My mother has... <laughs> They're just loose. <laughs> They're just loose in the back of a jewelry box. My mother has this, like, pretty box. Like, it looks like a <laughs> ring box. It's a tooth box. And my teeth are in it. <laughs> I stumbled across it as a teenager, like the age that I knew, you know, the tooth fairy right, wasn't yeah. real. Like <laughs> you know, mom sent me upstairs to like get being something. Like seventeen, being like, I think the tooth fairy's gonna come. I like that you're losing teeth at seventeen. No, no, <laughs> not on purpose. Not on purpose. But it was like mom sent me upstairs to get something from her jewelry box and opened up, and I was like, what is this box? <laughs> Just pop it open. And there's a bunch and of it was human all my teeth. baby teeth. And I made, I was like, mother. That is horrifying. That is horrifying. Yeah, all moms do it, though. I don't know why. I know, but I'm like, ugh. When we got Archie spayed. Yeah. And they neutered. neutered. And they said he had a baby tooth, and they pulled it and put it in a baggie and gave it to me. Yeah, and you're like, why do I want that? And I looked at the poor vet tech, and I was like. Why? Why? Well, we thought you'd want it. Why would I want it? Why would I want it? You know, make a fucking necklace, like a shark tooth <laughs> What am I going to do with my dog's baby tooth? Anyway, the first person we're going to talk about 
is his name is Wynant. Like W Y N A N T. His name is Wynant Moore. Wynant 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 Hemi Moore. His nickname was Hemi. Hemi. So it's Wynant. Short for Hemwood. Probably. Hemi Moore. He was a real pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> On the weekend of June second, nineteen seventy four, twenty nine year old Wynant Hemi Moore was dropped off at the Mill Creek Lake area of the Natural Bridge State Park in Slade, Kentucky, by his fiancée, Ruth. He was looking forward to a weekend of camping, fishing, and being able to simply disconnect from the stress of his everyday life in Lexington, Kentucky. On Sunday, Ruth returned to the area to pick up Hemi because he was nowhere to be found. His disappearance was reported to, office, to park officials and local police. Once his disappearance became public knowledge, two fishermen approached law enforcement about some items they had seen around the Mill Creek area at around 2.30 p.m. that Sunday. A wallet, clothing, shoes, and a wrist brace were found and identified as belonging to Hemi. However, two blankets and a black zippered bag were missing. After he was reported missing, a large search was conducted. There were multiple bloodhounds as well as several local agencies, local law enforcement, and park services all combing the area as well as Mill Creek Lake for him. But despite all their efforts, nothing was ever found. Mm-hmm. Do we have any creepy theories? I didn't see any, but the area he was in. Skinwalkers. Take could him be. In, take him into the cave. I want to say the area he was he was in when you look on a map is like surrounded by caves. Yeah. That's there's a big overlap of missing persons cases and caves in the United States. Yeah, I've got a I've got a little little thing about that at the end. Yeah. And the next person we're gonna talk about is Trini Lynn Gibson. Trini? Trini. Trini Lynn Gibson, okay. On October eighth, nineteen seventy six, a Knoxville, Tennessee high school loaded around forty of their students onto a school bus. Their plans for the day were to venture to the Smoky Mountains for some trail hiking, but little did anyone know that by 3 p.m. things would never be the same. Trini Lynn Gibson was 16 years old when she boarded the school bus that morning, no doubt excited to have a day away from the classroom with her friends. The trip from Knoxville to Klingman's Dome, which was the area the class was heading to, takes around an hour and 40 minutes. The students were separated into smaller groups once they began hiking on the trails. I believe their plans were to hike from Klingman's Dome on the Forney Trail to Andrews Bald and Back. Trini had spent her day hiking along with several different groups of her classmates. At around 3 p.m., she was with a couple of her friends when they decided to stop and rest for a moment. But Trini decided she was going to keep walking the trail ahead of them. Keep in mind here that there are several groups of fellow students as well as other hikers in front of and behind her. One of the students said that she was around 200 feet away from Trini when she noticed that she stopped and bent over as if she were looking at something and then disappeared off to the right of the trail. So it's like she was bent over looking and then just looked it to the right. One of the friends that she had been hiking with also said that she saw Trini one second and then looked away and when she looked back, Trini was gone. I think it's important to note here that the trail Trini was last seen on was reportedly steep with moderately sharp drop-offs. Mm-hmm. She went to the area where she had last seen Trini, and and this is when she was talking to the officials. Mm -hmm. I checked the area where Trini was last seen. No trail leading off. Very rough, small stream, brush, and trees yelled, but no answer. 
At around 6 p.m., she was reported missing to the park rangers. A search began that evening, but no headway was gained as the weather changed to rain and then to fog. Helicopters were forced to wait until the fog cleared the following day before any aerial searches could begin. More and more people volunteered to search for Trini over the following days. Rangers blocked drivers from taking the road to Klingman's Dome while the search was underway to prevent unnecessary traffic. Right. Searchers used around a half a dozen tracking dog teams, three of which alerted to her scent being at the intersection with the Appalachian Trail and then following it up to Klingman's Dome. More alerted to her scent being along the side of the road about a mile and a half from Newfound Gap. Supposedly, there was an open beer can and some cigarette butts found on the ground at the location the dogs indicated on. But no mention of whether they were thought to be fresh, so to speak. Right. If you go to Google Maps and zoom in, you can easily follow the Appalachian Trail and see that it leads out to around the location that the dogs alerted to. I just can't figure out why they wouldn't have alerted her scent being the entire length of the trail to where it intersects and the other trails near Klingman's Dome. Like, why was it only in that area and not the whole thing? If she had, in fact, managed to walk the entire distance, I know her father had stated, like, that was if she had walked and they had probably would have picked up on it. I know her father had stated in an interview in 1982 that her family believed she was abducted. I'm just not sure how someone could forcefully remove her from the area without being seen by someone, especially since there were other students and hikers all over the place. So she was standing there right. looking at something, tying her shoe. And then, then whoosh, she was gone. Hmm. The beer can and cigarettes almost makes it me think that somebody picked her up. Yeah. Like she knew someone was going to be there. I don't know if she knew they were going to be there or not, or if she lost her footing. Stumbled onto the trail, and then as she's walking, trying to find people, she found somebody. She found somebody. maybe they weren't people she should have found. Yeah. So, when maps of the U.S. National Park System and maps of mysterious or unexplained missing person cases are compared, something unusual emerges, and it's the fact that, according to unfounded conspiracy theory, that the two may be related. Yeah. Some 600,000 people in the U.S. go missing each year, tens of thousands of whom are never found. According to the National Missing and Unidentified Person System, which is NAM Us, mm-hmm. it's where some but not all of these missing persons cases happen compared to the National Park System, and one geological feature common to them, their cave systems, yep. has led online conspiracy theorists to point out a similarity in the maps. Yeah. Which is true because when you look up, you know, all the places where someone disappeared. And then you put it on the map of the, of the caves. caves. There's a lot of there's you know, a lot of overlap. But I think, and you know, and I try and take it rationally. I mean, on the one hand, it could just be a coincidence. Well, it could be that people you're in an area that's less. Um, I don't know. what I'm looking for here, less built up. You know, what I mean, it's it's yeah. a nature. It's less dense. Compared to, like, normal populated well, areas. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not civilization. It's you're yeah. out in nature. Yeah. So it's less structured. You're more likely to go missing there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know that it has to be strange. You know what I mean? It's It actually kind of makes sense if you think about it that, yeah. oh, well, I mean, one of the things that the U.S. does really well is its national park system. We've yeah. got a lot of national parks. Pretty much every state you go to, there's a, a nice nature reserve of some mm-hmm. sort you can go to. Yeah. But that means that every state has, you know, ready availability for you to go into an area where you might not be equipped to be there, you know, depending yeah. on your level of, um, you know, skill, out skill. In the wilderness. 
um, you know, you go, I'm going to go hike the Appalachian Trail. And it's like, maybe you just start walking in the park. You yeah. Know? Like, I am not a I'm hiker. I'm going to go hike the trails. I am not hiking the Appalachian Trails. You know, and without it doesn't a, take without a guy. And it doesn't take a lot of woods for you to get lost. No. It's very easy to get turned around. Yeah. Because once you get into the middle of it, everything it looks, looks the, same. the same. You know, no matter which direction you mm-hmm. look, it's just trees. I don't know. That tree doesn't look familiar, but it also looks exactly like a tree I just looked at. Yeah. Um, and then if you do find a cave and it's raining out and you're like, oh, well, I'll go into the cave. I mean, you know, maybe you go further into the cave than you should and you get lost. And there's so many caves that nobody ever finds you. There's a fucking black bear in there. Right. And so it is a case of, you know, while it is interesting that they overlap, I don't know that it has to be. Oh, yeah. you know, but speaking of caves, like I'm not afraid of caves. Like if I came across one, I would be like, "Ooh, a cave. Yeah. Right. But it's when I look into it. Yeah. Then I'm like, what is in there? What's looking back at me? What? Yeah. What's looking back at me? What is in there that I can't see? Yeah. Like I've toured multiple caves, but with like a tour guide and stuff. Yeah. Or like caverns. And, yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm not freaked out, but if I were to stumble across one, like You're in a just park, go I'm not in. just wandering into that fucking cave. Yeah. This ain't Minecraft. You can't just dig up. No. You know? No. You get in there. And get turned and there around. There could be someone in there. There could be an animal yeah. that you could get turned around. It could be like the movie The Descent. Yeah. Oh, my God. There's fucking weird, pale cave people in there. <laughs> weird, pale cave people. I mean, that's what they were. Or 47 meters down uncaged. And there's just prehistoric sharks that are used to being in the dark who are blind, so they go by sound. And you got a bunch of people screaming. Boom. 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 <laughs> the, the whole, when you got people screaming, boom. It attracts sharks, man. <laughs> I like how not likely any of the scenarios <laughs> are, but that one's one of the least likely. <laughs> You just, you're in the Appalachian Trail, and then all of a sudden you stumble into a cave, and God damn it, there's sharks down there. So what if that movie took place, and I think it was South Africa, the second one I have took no place idea. in. The first one was fine. The sequel was worse. Usually sequels are worse, but... I mean, Lord of the Rings, Two Towers House. I said, with you. I said most of the time. I didn't say all the time, because that is a bomb-ass movie. Part 2. I haven't seen either one of them. Terminator 2. I'll be Bach. Speaking of T2 and your mother, last year trying to get her. <laughs> that This memory came to me. I said, like, this is what, what we're talking about. This memory came to me because you mentioned that. Last year at some family function, we're playing a board game called Blockbuster. We've talked about it on this show, actually. Yeah. But what I'm about to say. No, but oh. the game Blockbuster. And she had to get me to guess robocop yeah and this bitch had the nerve to stare at me and go i'll, I'll be, be back like that's not i'm like she's like arnold schwarzenegger arnold schwarzenegger and she's looking at me like i'm dumb and i'm and like, like terminator 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 uh, 2 yeah. and she just keeps going on and on and on and our time runs up I and she goes robocop and i'm like he's not in robocop <laughs> yeah, like that is not RoboCop. that is not robocop yeah just straight up looked at me i'll be back I'll and be i'm like back. oh because she, in fact, went, we've got this. Yeah, bingo. This bingo, is we've got this. I'll be Bach. And I'm like, oh, Terminator Terminator 2, Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> she just keeps shaking her head at me. And I went, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. That's all I can think of with that. Flip the card over and it's RoboCop. It's <laughs> like, are you fucking with me? But those are just a few of the stories. There's so many. 
And I feel like there's so many from the last decade. Like those two yeah. were from the 70s and 80s. But I wanted to go further back. Right. Because, you know, this day and age, it's it's kind of hard to lose somebody. That's not that hard. It happens a lot. Just because of our cell phones and stuff. Like I saw one where this woman got up from bed, left her significant other a note that she had to run to the store real quick. Mm -hmm. She went to the store, made a phone call back to the house to ask him a question. And you can see her on the security cameras purchasing like milk and bread. Yeah. And she leaves, but she never comes home. Yeah. And she was from one of those little small towns in the Appalachian area. Yeah. And it's like, her car was still there. All of still her, at the store. Yeah. All of her money and her phone and her purse yeah. were all still there. It was just like she went into the store. She came out and disappeared. She got abducted. Yeah. By aliens or by people? Probably it's people. <laughs> people are scary, dude. People are terrifying. Like, Did you listen to Simply One Podcast this week? I did, in fact, listen to the Simply One Podcast this week. Chris's stories? The dude that was living in the walls? In the walls? Fuck that, dude. That horrified me. Yeah. First off, six inches. Yeah. He was squeezing into a space that only had six-inch clearance to get in there. So, like, how does that happen? My thigh is bigger than six inches. My fucking head is bigger than six inches. I couldn't imagine trying to suck it all in and scoot between the walls. Yeah, and then to live back there for, like, months. That's horrifying. And I like the fact, at one point in the story, he was telling me that food was going missing, like milk was being drank. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, stuff was just being moved. Yeah, just fucking with them. Just just messing with them. Like, the lights were on, he was drinking the milk, eating drinking the food. Drinking the alcohol and leaving the bottles laying around. Yeah. Writing shit on the walls with like ketchup and stuff. Yeah, ketchup and mayo. That's awful. And like they had just done a seance to talk to their, their mom, mom with a Ouija board. Yeah. And so then he started pretending like he was their, their mom. Yeah. How their, fucked up is that? Because their mom had only passed away like what a year or two something before. Like or that. Yeah, something like Yeah, recent. Relatively recent. Re- yeah. And it was what? Her and her sister and her dad. Yeah. And the two sisters had played with the Ouija board and tried yeah. to commune with mom. Yeah. And so then he started acting like he was their mom. It's like, Jesus. That is horrifying. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. And when he ran, because he ran into the forest. He's the one that ran into the forest, isn't he? Yeah. And then he killed the neighbors. Yeah. And the poor woman was pregnant and had mm-hmm. kids and drowned both the kids. Yeah. I thought, oh, my God. Yeah. He had another story. Um, uh, about It's called The Watcher. Oh, yeah, yeah, about the letters being sent in the mail. Yeah, the folks bought the house. Yeah, he's like, I am the watcher, and my yeah. my father was the watcher before me, Yeah, and my grandfather before him, and he kept calling their kids young blood. Yeah. I'm like, that, no. Yeah, apparently there's a Netflix series called The Watcher, and it's from Ryan Murphy, who did... Um, Is he who did, like, American House... Horror Story. Okay, yeah. I knew his name was familiar. American Horror Story is another one that's some seasons are okay and then you have other seasons where you're like Ugh. like me you and my mom watched American Horror Story Roanoke yeah together and then that season was really creepy yeah. 
I like American Horror Story. I do too. Not a sponsor. <laughs> could be if you wanted to. Nah, I don't think they would. Damn. I could do a cameo. <laughs> yeah. I think Lady Gaga's in this last season. She could have killed She's me. She's been in a few seasons. Yeah, they really like her. Her and Ryan Murphy apparently get along really well, which I can yeah. see. <laughs> We're just now just having a conversation about American Horror Story. It happens. It happens. But yeah, Chris's creepy corner or cryptic, cryptic corner, whatever he's calling his, it now. His, his crip walking corner. Whatever this man is calling it now. It was good this week. I enjoyed his creepy stories. Yeah. Spoopy. Spoopy. Makes your skin crawl. But I was listening to the one about the kid in the walls when I was trying to get ready for work, and I would just stop and be like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Because you just hear stuff and you're like, Oh, yeah. That's unsettling. But uh, back onto our topic of the Appalachian Mountains and trails, I think we're going to keep up with the theme of next week. I have. I, I have scary stories from the Appalachia mm-hmm. that I want to tell. I think there's 14 of them. I'm not going to tell all 14. I'm going to narrow it down. <laughs> it's going to be, we're going to alternate weeks. It's going to be women that have been put to death and people that went mission in the Appalachian Mountains. Mixed in with some scary stories. <laughs> now there's no mixing. We're just the two of them until they're done. Until they're done. And we're going to culminate in a woman who killed her husband in the Appalachians and got put to death. <laughs> We're going to interwrap them. That made me think about the episode we did about the wife in Australia who skinned her husband. Yeah. And as I'm telling this story, you looked at me and went, this is such an Australian story. (laughs) Because it's talking about the homeless guy that lived out, like, out in the outback. His name was, like, Old Ted or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) That's what I'm telling this story. You just went, like, Jesus, this, this, is... this is such an Australian story. <laughs> but so that's what I think we're going to talk about next week. Like I said, I'm not going to tell all 14. <laughs> I'm going to narrow it down to the scariest and best ones, and we'll go from there. Probably thinking three or four. Yeah. Five or six. 14. Who Maybe, knows? Yeah. Fuck it. We'll do 14 Fuck of it. Them. We'll do all 14 of them. <laughs> if you like this episode... Or any of the other episodes, please give me a five star review. You can email me at the letter A couple O creeps at gmail.com. I am your hostess Morgan, joined by Colin. We'll see you again next week. And as always, stay creepy, my friends. <laughs>